You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. And welcome to another episode of the Not So Newly Wet Podcast. I am one half of your co-host, Candice. And you can find me on our show account on Twitter at Not So Newly Wet PC. You can find us on Instagram at Not So Newly Wet PC. You can also find us on Facebook at Not So Newly Wet Podcast. And I'm going to let my better half of my co-host introduce himself. What's up, y'all? As y'all know, I'm Mike. I'm always <laughs> glad to be here. And uh, you can catch me on Twitter at brilliant, D-U-M underscore E. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I still might change that. Yeah. If you're listening to this, happy Women's History Month. Um, Yes. Happy Women's History. Yes. And we have some special things lined up for you guys, both with this episode and our second episode that'll air this month and some patreon content so if you're not subscribed to not so newly web pc or podcast you can head on over to your favorite uh listening medium and subscribe to us again so that includes apple Podcasts, google play stitcher um and a host of others you can also head on over to patreon.com slash flawless noises and become a patron a patron member and get exclusive content both from mike and myself um we have a new patreon show rolling out called the portal where we take a dive into anime and manga so that one is not relationship related so um if you don't like listening to us here you might, <laughs> you might like that yeah you might yeah. enjoy us over there and we also we, drop we're gonna exclusive. do like seven different ones so if you don't like this one you know what i mean yeah, we, we just, just gonna, gonna keep, keep trying sticking. <laughs> sticking and moving you feel me but no um and we also um up do some video content for the patreon um that we think you might like and since it's women's history month i am going to sit back um and we're going to do a video about what it's like to be married to a career woman and if it has its ups and downs and you know how it affects the dynamic of our marriage and our household is there anything he might change or is there does he like it the way it is or whatever the case but we're taking an honest look at me which But don't get carried away. No, no, no. I still got to live here. I'm a, um, <laughs> just saying. But it just sound good. Word. <laughs> but no, with that being said, today's episode is kind of a prelude into that. We're going to be talking about womanism slash feminism and marriage. Um, and discuss a few things such as. A lot of men and women mm-hmm. do not know what feminism and womanism is. Um, they talk down on it while not actually knowing the definition of it. For whatever reason, Google is free. So is Bing. All those other search engines. But yet, here we are. And I'm willing to discuss it with you all, if you're listening. Um, then we'll talk about womanism and marriage and what it means 
how it plays out in the marriage, you know, what does it consist of? And then lastly, I found this, (laughs) I found this to me, this really comical article about feminism destabilizing marriage and the American system of what a family is. The American system. Quotations. Well, when it comes to like women having opinions, thoughts, beliefs that don't line up with traditional gender roles, I think it's worldwide that men hate that period. I don't care if you are black, white, Asian, Indian, Hispanic, Mexican, Puerto Rican. There's something about women not subscribing to gender roles that pisses men off. So, but yeah, this article talks about the American system of what a family is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's go ahead and get into what actually is feminism. And as a whole, feminism is just about the, um, support and fight for equality, both socially, economically, sexually, uh, financially, and such of women and in contention with men. So it's about women having the same sexual freedom that men do, women getting equal pay to men when doing the same jobs, Women having the choice to say, I want to cook today. You cook today. I don't want to do the laundry today. You do the laundry today. So it's that kind of stuff. Um, And womanism is a branch of that. And it's about feminism for black women. It's long been discussed and determined that white feminism tends to leave out women of color, specifically black women. So womanism is advocating for the the rights of black women, not only against men, but white women as well, uh, because there is a inequality um, when it comes to quality of living, life and treatment um, between black women and white women. So um Alice Walker who is a poet and an activist and a womanist says that womanism is to feminism as the color purple is to lavender so they are together in proximity but then they vary in some of the ideas and ideology um because womanism talks about um a woman who loves other women either sexually or non-sexually And they appreciate and prefer women's culture, women's emotional flexibility, women's strength. And they sometimes love individual men sexually or non-sexually, which kind of once you hear the definition and read up on it, it says that I found this article and it says that the feminist movement traditionally was a middle class white women's movement and rarely included women of color. In its first wave in the 19th and 20th centuries, the movement fought for suffrage rights for white women. And later in its second wave, the focus was on cultural and social rights, which involved sexuality, family laws, workplace and reproductive rights. Um, Also, one of the big keys is 
that womanism does not seek to hate men and destroy black men. It only seeks to have a equal quality of living to men mm-hmm. in general, both white and black and in white women. So, and I think that's one of those things that the like feminism has a stigma stigma of of you know having like men as the enemy. But I mean, is that really the case? And like nowadays, do you still feel like that? That maybe that to begin with, maybe that's like how it started. Mm-hmm. But do you still feel like that is the case with feminism? Um, I mean, so I've long. Um I won't say wiped my hands of feminism, but I've long since I really started to dig and figure things out for myself, distance myself from white feminism. Um, We can look at as current as the last election where 53% of white women voted for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Um, That goes completely against um, they voted against their own interests. We're talking about a, a sitting president who has been investigated for sexual misconduct, um, has paid porn stars off not to disclose the affairs that he's had and things of that nature. So um, I don't believe that white women really seek to destroy, well, white feminism seeks to destroy uh, white men and the the power that they have in this world, I think that they just want to be treated better um, than black women, honestly. Mm-hmm. They want to be equal to white men and above black women. If they could get that equality, I don't think they would really care. So that is kind of my feeling on white feminism um more power to them but as a black woman i want to be uh fighting and improving the conditions for black women next to black women um because again something like politically let the polls show that black women did not really vote for donald trump if very small percentage if at all so um, I tend to shy away from white women because I know that their interests lie with helping themselves up mm-hmm. um, and being in a better position than women of color. So I just kind of take put hands off to that. Um, with that being said, I do identify as a womanist. I work in a male-dominated industry. I've experienced firsthand um, what it's like to be treated as a um, double minority in the industry and have had doors closed in my face and have had to scratch and claw to get um, opportunities that were easily handed to uh, white men or white women. So um, that's, again, I do identify as a womanist. I fight for black women even if I don't always agree with the things that they say and feel as long as what they say and feel is not 
um, directly causing harm to other black women. So that's, that's one thing. And so as we move on to the next topic and we discuss womanism or feminism and marriage and like what it means and how it plays out in our marriage. Um, I think for the most part, we don't go head to head about uh, gender roles in our marriage. Like that's one thing that it, there's an article that I pulled up cause I did my homework y'all. Now listen, cause this is important. <laughs> this is near and dear to me, but yeah. I found this article um, and a couple's therapist talks about exactly what it takes to have a feminist marriage. And one of the key aspects of that was to challenge traditional gender roles. So when it comes to household tasks, such as cooking, cleaning, child care, financial tasks, you know, sitting down with your partner and asking yourselves, you know, what comes most naturally to you and how can you um, either, if it's healthy, how you can keep it going, but if it falls within those gender roles, how you can, challenge it and it says that the healthiest couples i see have unique and creative ways of expressing their roles that feel authentic to each person and do not necessarily fit societal standards so um i can honestly say i've never had to be like nigga why don't you do the dishes today nigga why don't you cook sometimes like it's been a thing where well I'm not tooting my own horn when I say this but Mike feels that I'm a better cook than he is so and I like to cook I've been experimenting you know I like to bake and stuff like that but when I don't feel like cooking it's not a drag out like you the woman you supposed to be cooking bitch fry me some chicken like (laughs) (laughs) why would why would I want to go to the hospital <laughs> you know, for the most part, we just strive to pull pull our weight so that we can have a thriving household. Mm. You know, um, I talked about this. Um, I did another podcast with um, Randy Simone from Simone Be Free. Um, and she said that she really loves how um, Mike and I don't subscribe to traditional gender roles. Like sometimes if I see the trash needs to be taken out, um, I just pull the bag and put it in the garage. Right. If I, um, some, if the dishes need to be washed, Michael just wash the dishes. You know, if I don't feel like cooking, he know he's cooking, you know, when it comes to how we parent together, I'm not doing all the heavy lifting with London. You know, I, I can guarantee you that Mike is getting up with her in the morning. Mike is cooking breakfast, giving baths. We, you know, trading off going to activities when our schedules permit. So in a way, I don't think we've ever had to challenge the traditional gender roles because we came into our relationship not having them ingrained into us. Right. Mike's um, parents have been married for 30 plus years. His mom and dad work and have worked and they've always done what they had to do to keep the household moving. And it's not ever been like, well, 
my mom do all the cooking, cleaning, washing, this, that, and the third, and my dad just go to work and bring home the bacon. Mike's dad cooks. Mike's dad cleans. Uh, Mike's dad is actually a really good cook. Let me say that. Uh, <laughs> he actually is a really good cook. He's a really good cook, and, you know, he he could do his own laundry and all that kind of stuff. And so that's what has been instilled in Mike, not to sit around and wait for a woman to do it. Get your ass up and do it. If you're hungry, get your ass up and cook something to eat. Well, first of all, my mother used to tell me to get my ass up and do it. So, <laughs> literally, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I never really um, subscribed yeah. to gender roles in that sense, as far as like housework or cooking or cleaning or it's just you know housework in general, and anyone living in the house can do that work. Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, and as far as I've always been concerned, so. And also, um, the article talks about having a voice and not letting it be silenced um, by the traditional, I'm the man, I lead, do what I say, bitch. Um, One, (laughs) uh, anybody who knows me knows that I'm very outspoken. So I truly believe that when Mike and I first got together, he knew then and there that I was not somebody to just sit back and and not express myself when needed. In terms of in our marriage, in terms of having a voice, you know, we have I have we have equal say in decisions that affect the marriage, decisions that affect the household. I honestly believe Mike he can speak for himself, but I don't want to be married to somebody that doesn't want to have a say in what goes on in our household. Dude. That seems weird. Like if Mike was always like, whatever you want, babe, whatever is best, do what you want. I don't care what you think. <laughs> you know, I would be like turned off. I'm pretty close to that. I'm not that, but I'm pretty close to that. Not really. <laughs> not really. I'm joking. But like, no, um, no, I feel like yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that would fit for the type of relationship that I was looking for or that I would like to be in. I don't too much like to make a lot of decisions in general, but I do at least like to have a say so in those decisions. So when it comes to like the relationship, I don't want to always be the one leading personally mm. i like to have that support where i know that yay i know that if i need to get advice about this that i can go to you and you can give me your honest opinion and it'll be some real shit like it won't be like hey you know whatever it's, that sounds cool you know what i mean like i know that you'll give me it straightforward like hey that sounds stupid or <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you know whatever the case may be that's just um an example but yeah i definitely want someone who's going to be able to not only stimulate the conversation but also have ideas about what you may want and what because if i was just always doing what i want i could be single like you couldn't but word (laughs) (laughs) but no and then the and then like um lastly well not lastly but it also talks about being involved in a way where you can show curiosity 
Um, like I can question you about something and it not be taken as me trying to run you or dictate to you. Um, sharing my personal struggles mm-hmm. that I may encounter outside the home or even in the home and having them respect it. You know, not not just have it being brushed off or blown off if I feel a way about something. Because that is something that could happen a lot of times in relationships, especially with men. Like, if they don't see it as that deep, then they'd be like, what the fuck is you talking about? They ain't even that serious. Anyways, uh, we have a pork chop for dinner. Like, <laughs> we are in this, we, we have a relationship where... Even if Mike doesn't understand why it upsets me, he will go the distance to see why. Like if it might not, it might not have upset him if the shoe was on the other foot, but because it upsets me, um, he wants to figure out a solution. And so that part of I don't feel like I have to hide my feelings right in in this marriage. And then lastly, blaming you know. Blaming your spouse. A, a big part of womanism and I'm, I'm hope in feminism is that women um, have to be accountable. Right. So when sometimes when things go on, avoid blaming your spouse. Well, if you would have did this, I wouldn't be doing this or feeling like this, like being accountable and saying, I, I made a mistake and I apologize. You know? And not jumping down your throat or or whatever. And then lastly, it's um, challenging myself to be empathetic. Um, While women, especially black women, face a lot on a day-to-day basis, if you're going to be with somebody, if you're going to be in a relationship or be married, it's very important to have empathy with your with your partner and not just make everything about yourself, 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 you know. And that can be hard, but because hmm. I mean, because when you in a when you going through something, you in a bad mood, or somebody piss you off, your first instinct is to try to get that off your chest. Right. But you have to be sure to take a step back and say, "Whoa!" Before I dump on you, what's going on with you? You feel okay? Because I had a fucked up day, and so. You know, give a person a chance to say, "You, yeah, I mean, I'm all right." You know, tell me what's going on with you. You you know what's funny about just like hearing these and you know kind of like just reviewing it. Yeah, (laughs) none of these really seem that far off from you know how you would want your relationship anyway. Yeah, like I know, and I know that these are aspects that are supposed to be to have a healthy uh, relationship as far as womanism goes. But this should be Uh, used to just have a healthy relationship. Period. Yeah, but that. But doesn't that speak to you on how many people don't have healthy relationships like the fact that these are keys Hmm. and tools that need to be uh, reiterated over and over and over and over imagine how many people aren't doing things like this in their marriage you know what I'm saying or their relationships or whatever it may be Um, and, and then lastly sexual freedom in your marriage um i know we don't talk about sex a lot on here because we want to give you a perspective 
outside of sex because you can Google sex topics as they pertain to marriage and relationships all over the internet and get a million articles and this, that, and the third. However, it's important to be honest about how many women feel sexually repressed in their marriages. They typically, they mainly are having sex because they know that their spouses or their partners want to, but they're not always necessarily enjoying it. Um, that sounds terrible. Very fucking terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I am inclined to believe it because a lot of women who are not married are having sex with men and not always enjoying it and not orgasming it and not able to speak up and say, I don't like when you lick my do clit this, like so that. that. I want you to do something different. Don't do this, do that. So I can imagine that a lot of women keep quiet for the sake of protecting a man's ego. Hmm. Especially one that you're married to and have to deal with on a on a daily basis. You don't want to tell him, um, I ain't come last night. I ain't getting no orgasm. I didn't you came too quick or you this or you that. So a key a very important aspect to Maintaining your your feminism and your womanism in your marriage is having the courage to speak up when it comes to your sexual satisfaction. And I would love for a lot of women to carry that uh, not just in their marriage, but in their life in general. If you are sexually active, speak up so that you can be pleased. Um, and don't feel bad if a man gets mad at you because you're giving him the golden keys to pleasing you. Um, that's not somebody you need to be with because most men want women to speak up. I want you to tell me what you like, what you don't like. Right. Well, I don't know about most men because a lot of men have egos, but a, a, a healthy functioning man wants to know what turns you on, what turns you off, what gets you on, what gets you off and all of that kind of stuff. So a man getting mad at you or feeling like his, you're trying to play his manhood because you're saying, you know what? I like to do this in the bedroom or I don't like to do that or I enjoy wearing lingerie or I don't enjoy that. And he, if he gets mad, that's not the one for you. You really should keep it pushing. Yeah, that's... I mean, I've, I don't think I've ever really had an instance like that, but I wouldn't be upset at an instance like that. Uh, I mean, I've definitely gotten direction before, so I'm not really sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think men today, maybe like 90s, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, maybe. Uh, I don't think men today um, and then like 2019 would feel a way about that. Uh, and I could be off on that. I'm not, you know, fucking men or anything like that. So I don't know. (laughs) I could be off, but I just don't, I just don't. Well, let me say with the niggas I know and the niggas I talk to, um, they wouldn't be upset at an instance like that where it's, uh, coming off to them that, Hey, maybe you're not, uh, pleasing me the way you should be, uh, we should do this or we should do that. I don't, uh, I don't see the niggas I know getting upset at stuff like that. So, uh, so I'm just going off of that. But 
Yeah, definitely. I don't think anyone wants to be in a relationship where they feel like their voice doesn't matter, especially pertaining to sex. Mm. Uh, You should know what you like. Uh, I know that I hear a lot of women say, you know, they don't really, you don't really know what you like until you reach like a certain age or uh, until like you've, you know, had some more experiences uh, with which you may like and which you may don't like. Uh, But once you figure that out, then you should be able to express that uh, to your spouse or significant other. Absolutely. So in general, how how do you feel about like feminism or womanism? I know a lot of men pander and be like, I consider myself a male feminist. I've never needed a man to be feel like he's a male feminist. I've just always needed men to be decent people. Because if you're decent, if you're a decent person, you have a good person, you'll treat a woman yeah. with respect and uh, equality without having to be call yourself a male feminist. I don't know if a man can call himself a feminist or a womanist just by definition. Yeah. I, and I wouldn't do that just because I don't, you know what I mean? I don't really know what it all entails because I'm not a woman. Uh, I would say... That I want, uh, I want y'all to get the equality that y'all deserve. I am uh, in great deal supported supported in that. But as far as like womanist or feminist, like how I feel about it, uh, to be honest, before we really started, like just like reading up on it and just taking a good look at it, I never really thought much about it. Um. I would say that those things that y'all do say that, hey, this is going on or this is going on or or that is going on. I do take heed and I do pay attention uh, to those things. And um, where as it pertains to um, the male perspective and what I need to change in order to help and show that I'm in support in that I have done. Mm. Um as a result of, you know, just hearing those things um, come from womanists or feminists about the things that men need to do and the things that men need to change and the things that as far as us being as men need to uh, show so that you as a woman can get the equality that you so deserve and should have been had. And all those aspects where there's like no double standards because you had multiple partners in a couple of months or, you know, you know what I mean? Like those things. Yeah. Like I look at those things a, a whole lot differently than maybe I would have looked at those things 10 years ago. And that could be also from maturity. Uh, but a lot of it just stems from uh, listening and actually taking heed to the words of women and and those women around me, uh, whether it be a spouse or friends at that time. Uh, So I have changed a lot and um, I see things a lot different now as well. So and it didn't take you having a daughter to do it because I hate that. Like, I know (laughs) I can't stand a old. I wasn't shit, but I had a daughter. Now, now I'm now I'm a be a better man to women. Fuck that. It shouldn't <laughs> take that no. to recognize 
listen, respect the voice that women have on issues that pertain to them. So I'm glad you wasn't like, well, I definitely started to understand once London was born. Fun no, I don't that. understand. I don't understand. She's almost two. I, I don't know anything about her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I found... So I I know y'all gonna be like why you do that to yourself, but I be on Facebook down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I know I'm a sucker for punishment. Um, and I come across from time to time Hotep ass videos saying that feminism has ruined the black family. Feminism has ruined relationships between men and women. And so then I did some more googling and I came across this post on the New York Post and it says that feminism has destabilized the American family and it says that these three they called them in 1973 furious feminist tracks say that five times right <laughs> um, dominated the bestseller list and it was Kate Millett's sexual politics Jermaine Greer's the female uh, eunuch and <laughs> Shalomuth Firestones, the dialect of sex. And so (laughs) what this article goes on to say is that because of feminism, 40% of American children are now born to single mothers. Right. Then it says that the sexual revolution um, tore through the institution of marriage, leaving millions of women without the love and emotional and financial security that they and their children so need. It hasn't been a picnic for men either. It hasn't been a picnic for men either. And okay. recent studies about the effects of fatherlessness have revealed that the rise of single parent families has had an even worse consequence for boys and girls. Again, it all jumps back to men. This has been bad for men. It's bad on boys being born to single mother households and then it also scales back to whiteness uh it talks about how diseases of despair such as alcoholism overdoses and suicide have been rising among white working class americans the very population that has witnessed a steep decline in family stability over several decades so the equality of Women has deconvolved the sanction. So that instead is marriage. of giving them equality, you ostracize them, basically. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, here's the here's the thing. So black um, single parenthood has been a thing for. A lot of black families for a very long time, um, primarily when crack was introduced into our neighborhoods and, and drugs tore our families apart and our our dads were overdosing and um, so, so on and so forth. But again, because this has led back to whiteness and why it's bad for white people, um it's a big issue. Now feminism is destroying the sanctity of marriage. Here's the thing. White, black, blue, or purple. I do believe we have reached a point in our lives, women in general, where we are sick of being punching bags for the sake of um, having somebody bring home the bacon. Um, women would rather work. 
mm-hmm. be alone, uh, enjoy sex with multiple men, then be in loveless, abusive, stressful Drilling. marriages where you are still f- basically feeling like a single mother because your husband you have you damn near raising your husband. He don't do his own laundry. He don't cook. He don't clean. You know, he bought with like one of the goddamn kids. At least the kids have purpose. At least they can take their ass to school and do something. You can give them <laughs> some chores. But you got this big grown, big overgrown motherfucker coming home demanding dinner. His dick sucked and all other kind of shit because he paid the light bill today. Well, motherfucker, I will pay my own light bill and I don't have to be bothered with you. Mm-hmm. I could give me some dick and then send that person home. I don't have to be married to you now. Um, And the thing about boys, boys faring the worst by single motherhood, being a single parent is not a reason to um, not father your kid. We start holding men accountable. You, if you have to be married to a woman to take care of the kids that you have with her, we have bigger, way bigger issues. Yeah, I, uh, you said it was comical, but I didn't realize that it was <laughs> that like literally like it almost it almost feels like a satirical post. Like, yeah, no. it doesn't seem like he believes what he's writing or whoever wrote that. I, I, I assume it's a he. Um, yeah, but it just it, nah, nah, none of that really. <laughs> None of that really just makes it doesn't make any sense to me. Overdoses and suicides have gone up because that's not why they've gone up. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure the there's a million other reasons. <laughs> the article said it's because of feminism. Okay, well maybe it maybe sexual liberation. Maybe two people killed themselves because of <laughs> feminism, but I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure the other people had a <laughs> sexual had other liberation ruined the sanctity of marriage. Like what? I listen. I'm here and I'm asking. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a feminist getting dicked. <laughs> what? Marriage. Hey, marriage hath no fury <laughs> like a oh, feminist man. getting good sex. But, um, so in your opinion, <laughs> in your opinion, of our marriage is feminism is feminism ruining our marriage is womanism I've never ru- I've never thought about <laughs> feminism or womanism in our are marriage. you drinking your life away because I'm a womanist no I am not <laughs> <laughs> so like to me um if like feminism and womanism is a cop-out and I just wish that I really understood better. Well, I understand it, truthfully. I do understand it. Um, I know that one of the main reasons feminism bothers men in general so much is that they lose their power dynamics over women when women start to feel liberated. Um, a liberated woman can be a very dangerous woman to men who 
want to maintain power and control over them. So I get it. Um, I think it's total bullshit to say that woman, feminism and womanism have ruined marriage and families. Just say you want to keep controlling your bitch like a dog on a leash. She's not going to let you. But just say that is where this comes from because uh, fear and control and maintaining power over somebody um, is how you keep them in line. Somebody, fe- People feeling liberated, and this it goes for not just women, but people of color. Nothing oppressors hate more than a marginalized group feeling liberated and right. having agency over their bodies, their minds, their economics, their growth their education you know it's a vicious cycle that repeats itself in different ways we see the same dynamic with racism we see the same dynamic um with homophobia we see it we constantly and we'll probably continue to see it with misogyny Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth is that liberation scares the people that oppress us um and they will spit out all type of weird propaganda to get people to be like, see, that shit is ruining everything. Those people being free, uh-uh. Take your bitch home and beat her. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those manipulative things that... Uh, I, I don't know, it's... I'm still laughing at the article, but no. <laughs> Overdoses, alcoholism, suicide, caused All on by the rise. feminism. It's, it's really laughable, man. Like, like, come on. Like, let's 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 really be serious about like what it is or or the message that we're putting out there when it comes to these topics right especially that deal with equality of uh other humans not even just like women um just the equality of other humans that manipulative feeling it's one of those things where you don't have the self-esteem or the respect for yourself putting someone else down or being in control of that other person or being able to say that you're better than that other person because they're a woman, because they're gay, because they're black, because they're, you know, whatever. It makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's where a lot of all of this has stemmed from, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And as you said, they will use any and everything to keep that feeling going because they don't really have another listen, feeling they, that's going to make them feel better about themselves. Listen, you telling me that I want the rights to my own body is going to make you start drinking, doing crack and ultimately committing suicide. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You just going to have to do what you're going to have to do, what you're going to have to do about what you're going to have to do. And that's just what you're going to do. Okay. <laughs> Go on and kill your goddamn self if you're going to try to tell me I can't, I don't have the right to get an abortion or I don't deserve equal pay when I'm doing the same job as a man or I don't have a right to tell my husband, no, I don't want to fuck tonight. Or if all of that is going to make you drink, do drugs and kill yourself, I mean. By all means. Get it how you live. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> but that is so. Um, like I said, I know that my uh, my dear husband here, like most straight men, um, was has some problematic views in his heyday. But if you are really one of those, if you are really a person who wants to learn and grow, change, really get a better outlook on the lives of people, other people that are not like you, you can do it. You don't have to stay an ignorant bitch forever. I wouldn't say I was an ignorant bitch. (laughs) Not you. (laughs) No, I'm just saying in general, you don't have to be ignorant forever. You don't have to be phobic forever or istic forever you can change and guess what it costs you nothing your life is not affected for the worse because you believe that marginalized groups deserve equality it doesn't affect your life but speaking up and saying you know what Mm -mm. women should have agency over their bodies the gay community deserves not to be killed by mass shootings in nightclubs. Black people have a right not to be gunned down by police officers uh, walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Right. It costs you nothing to be vocal and be sincere about people deserving um, an equal quality of living as you, even though they're different from you. So with that being said... Feminism and womanism are not ruining marriage. Y'all, you motherfuckers, you <laughs> penis holders are drinking, doing drugs, and committing suicide because y'all are fucking ridiculous. It has nothing to do with women having agency over their the, who they are as a whole. Both their body, their minds, their finances, and everything else. Um, single, single parenthood. Single parenthood is not the end of the world. It's just that y'all like to walk out on y'all families to go get cigarettes and never come back. Women really typically do not have the pleasure of running out on their family. So they get stuck being a single parent. The men leave and they be like, fuck this bitch. Oh, what kids? Who got kids? Not me. You know, so it's not about feminism or womanism. It's about you learning to be. Um, secure and adequate in who you are and understanding that others having the same equality uh, having equality and quality living um, does not knock you down a peg no and and even if and let's for for fun's sake let's say feminism is the cause of all of this right let's say that women changed within that time frame and they needed their equality they needed to be or have complete govern over their bodies. They needed these things. Um, they changed, and and we didn't change. So I mean, who's if, the blame? Right. You it's know what I mean. You, if, if, the person if, that has stayed stagnant, right? Correct. Yeah. Like if 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 they're going to change and evolve, and 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 become these 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 beings that are able to, you know, be. Um, all that women are, um, then we have to evolve with them and with these views and we have to continue to strive to be better people in our own rights. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And I, I mean, that's pretty much all I have on, on that. Yeah. And so. That article is ridiculous. That article is very fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but that is it for this episode. I really hope y'all enjoyed this. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this was like kind of near and dear to my heart. And it kind of snowballed into something else. Because initially I wanted to do the tug and pull about um, marriage, the Bible submitting does the bible support um women's empowerment in this and a third but i wanted to really discuss like the way uh less progressive uh men and women blame feminism for ruining the dynamics of marriage and relationships so yeah we will probably circle back to that marriage topic one day and see, you know, discuss how harmful or how helpful the Bible is with navigating marriage and long-term relationships. Oh, that should um, be interesting. Yeah, but that's that's <laughs> going to take some some super deep digging. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want to I don't want to uh subject y'all to uh, us half-assed researching something. Yeah. I, I, when I go, you know, into it and pull Mike into it, and we really, mm, I want y'all to be like, oh, okay, you know, kind of like how we did today. Like, you know, womanism is important to me, so I already had my thoughts and opinions on it. Um, but with the Bible and marriage, I kind of sit in the middle where it could be helpful or it could be harmful depending on your interpretation of it. Right. So I really I really want Mike and I to be able to do the research and then bring that back to you. But again, happy Women's History Month. If you know an amazing woman, tell her. Buy her some lunch or something. Get her a few flowers. Whatever it might be. Love on women, especially black women. And we will see y'all back in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Say bye-bye, London. She don't care. She ain't saying bye to <laughs> Anyways, don't forget to go subscribe um, on Apple Podcasts or whatever listening medium you use. And go to our Patreon and subscribe and purchase some merchandise. And we'll see you back in two weeks. Later. <laughs>